Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the My Handmade Home podcast or the MHHC cast, I guess we're calling it. We'll figure it out together. I promise we'll figure out what we're going to call this thing. Um, But it's currently 9.29 p.m. on a Friday night. Um, This week, my husband is on night shift. So it's kind of just me relaxing here in my big comfy chair in my office with some ginger tea because somehow I am becoming a tea drinker. What is going on? If you know me, I love coffee. I'm a total coffee drinker. I will drink at any time of the day, all the time. It's like the caffeine doesn't even affect me. I just love the warm drink. I don't know. So at night, I've been trying to stay away from coffee and just have one cup in the morning and go more towards tea. So I'm enjoying my tea right now. I'm relaxing and Apologies if you hear my dog outside the door because he wants to come in and see what I'm doing and I'm not going to let him because he's going to climb all over me. (laughs) But um, today I figured I want to talk about something that has been on my mind as a maker, as a side hustler, um, and it's something I wanted to share with you all because as I've said through many of these podcasts or the the two I have um, up here is... It's it's something I know we all can relate to, and this is going to be more particularly if you have um, tried to do something creative, you've had a side business, an Etsy shop, if you're a small business owner and you have tried to come up with a product or a brand, this is going to be for you. And this topic is all about how to spark your creativity when you're in a slump, when you just feel out of it, like nothing is going to motivate you and you just don't know where to turn next. Um, This is something that has been on my mind the past week because as someone who crochet pattern design stuff, at times I fear where I'm like, well, if I, you know, once I make this, what if I, what if I don't think of another pattern? What if someone already thought of the pattern? What if I'm not going to be able to, you know, make something that's comparable to someone else's? What if no one likes it? And um, as someone who has chronic anxiety and I worry all the time, these are things that constantly go through my head. So I'm going to share my little tips of what I do to help talk myself out of that negative self-talk to remind yourself that you're awesome and that you're killing it and you can do it. And obviously, if you're doing great and people love what you're doing, people are going to love what you come up with next. So these are just kind of my little tips and tricks. And now if you don't have a side business or an Etsy shop or side hustle, a small business, whatever you want to call whatever your hustle is, you could honestly probably relate this to any point in your life. If you feel a slump in your work life or at school or just in general, you just feel unmotivated, then hopefully some of these little tips I share with you can help you. Um, So for me, when I pattern design for crochet. Let's start off where I find creativity for myself and where I find the motivation to make something else. Because honestly, at times, there's times where I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I feel like I really have to go out of my way to, you know, research different crochet stitches and see if it works with the yarn and make different swatches. And sometimes it seems too overwhelming for me. But one of the main places I look and I scroll is sometimes I look at Pinterest for like sweaters and now I don't crochet sweaters I don't knit sweaters but for me a lot of my main 
crochet patterns are very textured and I love that. I love the different textures because I feel like that's what kind of gives it more of not a like big store brand um, type thing but I just feel like it it, it brings so much definition to a piece and when you're a small business owner you make something handmade I feel like that's what you want to stick out is something that's different that you don't see a lot in stores so for me I'll just go on Pinterest and I'll just type chunky knit sweaters and I'll look and I have a separate because you know how on Pinterest you have secret boards if any of you guys would see my secret boards you would probably laugh because I have like a chunky sweater secret board I have for my own self I have like positive self-care quotes I have just random things desserts I got all these weird secret boards but that is one of my main boards and what I also do is I'll just search crochet st stitches and now say you're a earring maker or a, I don't know, a floral designer, different floral boutiques, different floral bouquets. I don't know why I said boutiques. Bouquets is what I meant to say. Um, but I just look for inspiration through Pinterest is my main thing. And I, you can always Google search and stuff, but we all know Pinterest and Pinterest is there and it's easily accessible. And if you even find something, say you're searching on H&M and you're shopping and you see a sweater that's going to help spark creativity for a pattern for you, I love it because you can pin it and you can save it. And that pin's going to make sense to you. And if you didn't have that board secret, everyone would be like, well, why? What, what does that have to do with anything? What does that have to do with her her crochet patterns or knit patterns but not like it matters anyways because this is about you and what you think um so pinterest is one of my main forms of ways to look for creativity and spark creativity and if you crochet and make knit patterns or knit and crochet patterns um i feel like a lot of the the thing i fear is that i fear that i'm going to make a pattern unintentionally that is the same as someone else's because let's be honest there's only so many different sizes of crochet and knit needles and different yarns and different stitches out there that I'm always fearful that I'm going to make something that is exactly the same as someone else and I am a people pleaser I will go out of my way to say hi to people now um, th and this is something I never used to do so if I'm at a store I'll say hi to people I'll hold the door open for people if something at work needs to be done I'll ask for more work I'll ask to help people I'm a people pleaser because if the person's happy I'm happy and that's how I like it to happen so that's my biggest fear because I don't want I don't know do the kids say beef nowadays I don't know I just don't want any issues with anybody so I I try really hard to make sure that my patterns are unique and they're not the same as anyone else. And I have run into something in the past where I did make a beanie pattern and I posted it on my Instagram page. And this was probably about two years ago or three years ago. We were in Washington, so it definitely wasn't in the past two years or so. But I made a pattern um, and I found this really unique cable looking crochet stitch. And I was like, how cool would this to be for a beanie pattern and because it looks like a knit cabled crochet hat but it's crochet cables um and I thought it was the coolest thing ever and I made a pattern out of it and then someone else reposted a picture of their pattern they had 
And my heart, like, you know, when you get this huge adrenaline rush or like you're driving in the car and someone almost hits you or something, it's like something just slammed into me and I got so worrisome. And immediately the first thing I did is I went on Instagram and I typed this huge long message and I apologized and poured out my heart. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to seal your pattern because it was almost exactly the same. I want to say just the brim was different, but it's like the same weight of yarn. Everything looked the same. And I felt horrible because as a maker, that is not my intention at all. I never want to make a pattern or something that is identical to someone else. I want to be unique. I want to be okay with everybody else. So I, I, you know, that's something I had to deal with and she was totally fine about it and everything was good and I didn't end up releasing the pattern. Um, and so it was, it was all fine from there. So it's really important, I feel like, to me to look at different forms of inspiration because if you do just look at different crustaceans on Pinterest, um, you know, you're going to come across one that someone else saw that they put into a hat pattern. Um, so that's why I just feel like as a maker, if you are designing or you're a small business owner or you're making something handmade, I feel like it's really important to find yourself, see your style, and then make your brand or your company or your handmade items around who you are. Because if you find who you are and like, wow, I really like this. This is my style. My style is natural and textured and unique and different. Go with that. Go with what you feel. Don't, I mean, yes, to an extent, please your audience with different unique patterns, but make sure you're not copying anybody else. And honestly, as a maker, I have come across people who have pattern tested for me in the past and have taken my patterns and, you know, said they were going to, you know, test and do the whole thing and give me feedback. They never gave me feedback. They took my pattern and then they released a pattern that was very similar to mine. And I don't like confrontation, so I didn't say anything. And so I feel like in this whole grand scheme of things, you have to be very careful with how you approach things, how you look for your inspiration and, you know, just kind of be able to work with it from there. So beyond that, um, and Pinterest, I feel like it really is about finding your own style. Because if you look on Instagram, we all have our own styles. Everyone's feed's different. Some use like that presence to make their, their Instagram look really cool and all cohesive and unique and all one color scheme. And girl, boy, if that is you, oh my goodness, good for you. Because I tried to buy one of those present things and use it and it just didn't look right. And it whitewashed like all of my things because the filter was too bright. I don't know not much about photo editing. <laughs> I can do a little bit, but I definitely cannot mess around with colors too much. I don't know what I'm doing. Anyways, um, but I just feel like from that too, I think it's really cool when you see people's own style come out through um, themselves and into their business. And as someone who struggled with this for a while, and I kind of talked about this on my previous podcast, I, I think it's really cool. And I'm kind of, I mean, I'm happy for myself that I found patterns and stuff that I feel like help represent who I am because I'm really excited about these patterns. When I find and mess around with a textured stitch and put it into like a headband pattern, so 
today, as on Friday, I released my Hartley headband pattern, which is, it's like an even moss stitch if you crochet. If you don't crochet, this is a foreign language, but it's an even moss stitch. And I came across that. And at first I was like, wow, this would be like a cool cowl pattern or something because it's very thick. And I was like, well, I haven't done a headband pattern and I love headbands because I'm a messy bond girl, especially as it gets colder and the days seem shorter and it gets darker. I love my messy buns. I love headbands. So I took this stitch I found, I made it a, a headband pattern. And sometimes what I'll do also, because the main, I don't sell my parents in Ravelry right Ravelry right now because I had a huge issue with uploading my patterns from when I went from TCWL boutique to my handmade home. So I support Ravelry and everything. I just honestly have not got around to being able to re-implement all my patterns and switch everything over. But so I am mainly on Etsy. So also what I'll do sometimes is to make sure that I'm not copying anybody else. I'll kind of do a rough search. So I'll go to Pinterest and I'll go to Etsy, my two main things. And I'll do textured crochet headband pattern and just see what comes up. And then you can kind of just scroll and see like, oh, oops, you know, her pattern is exactly this. She used the exact same stitch. She used the exact same everything, same kind of yarn. I, you know, it, against my better judgment, I probably just shouldn't release this pattern. And yeah, you know, that will be a huge bummer. And say you make jewelry and someone else, you know, release the same necklace you just made or this almost the exact same thing that you made. I mean, that's not original. And if someone follows you, I mean, you thought it was original, but someone follows you, but someone follows someone else too. You know, you don't want the finger pointing of, oh, so-and-so also just came out with this pattern she copied someone. And now I'm not going to say that this is never going to happen because let's be honest, it might happen. And like me, if it does happen and you catch it, just go about it the right way. But I'll just go on there or go on Pinterest and kind of do a rough search to see if my thing is unique. And maybe someone used this different stitch for a cowl pattern, but I ended up using mine for a headband. I mean, you know, those are different things. You give some, you take some. But um, that's kind of what I do to ensure that I am not taking and, you know, using someone else's pattern that they already came up with. Um, but also, just beyond finding inspiration from stuff, let's go back to being yourself. Because I feel like a true thing is you have to be in the right mental clarity and headspace to be able to let your creative juices kind of flow. I don't know, because all week for me, I have been thrown off my game because as I said, my husband was on night shift when he was in the military, in the Air Force. He was on night shift for about like five years, I think it was, like his whole enlistment basically. He was on night shift and we had a we had our shift down where, you know, I would go to work, he would come home, he'd sleep, we'd have dinner and everything like this. We'd have our, our little schedule down and everything that we did. Um, but now, at his job now, when he was just randomly on night shift this week, um, threw me off. And so I felt like I didn't want to crochet because at night I kind of just wanted to be like a homebody and curl up in my bed and watch movies on my laptop. And I'm not one to watch TV or movies very often. So that was just kind of me. I kind of turned to a hermit this week. And by the time Wednesday came around, I thought I was getting a cold and I was going to release the Hartley headband pattern on Wednesday. And that's when I said to release it. And 
I got discouraged because I wanted to release it then, but then I felt stressed and it was rainy, so I couldn't get a good picture that I wanted for the cover picture and the lighting just wasn't right. So I didn't end up releasing. I pushed it back to Friday today and I'm happy I did because it's Friday. I had a new, you know, sense of joy because it's Friday. Um, And also in the midst of doing that, look, here I am making this podcast because I just felt like I was in a better mental headspace. So if you're looking to, you know, pattern design something and look for something and you're getting really discouraged and you're getting down on yourself because it's not naturally coming to you, take a breath, get your tea, get your coffee, listen to some Rachel Hollis, Jenna Kutcher, whoever your favorite motivational speaker is or watch your favorite TV show that makes you laugh and kind of get yourself into the right headspace because sometimes I feel like when we're looking really hard to find that pattern and, you know, really motivate ourselves and then we're getting discouraged because we didn't like how that stitch looked or we didn't like how, you know, this you know, project was going to turn out and all this stuff. And then you get discouraged. You have to scratch it and restart over. That's discouraging. And that's not going to get you into any more of a positive place to be able to crochet that too, but to be able to create and, you know, just, just open your mind because, and I understand, I really do as someone who has struggled with mental health and deals with it, um, you know, naturally, I don't take anything for my anxiety or anything like that. Um, but, you know, you have to know the things for you that bring you out of, you know, a state of discouragement and um, being upset. So for me, I know what those things are for me. Like I said, coffee, relaxing, getting some good food into my body, because for me, Um, I try to eat as organic and natural as possible. And when I don't eat like that, it affects me. I don't feel as good. I, you know, my stomach hurts. I get a headache. So I eat something good. I have some tea. I listen to my favorite podcast. I watch a funny TV show. I go on a walk. I get some exercise. I'm around my animals. So for me, I know what can make me in a better headspace, um, to, to get myself, you know, to a better creative place. And, you know, honestly, I, so at my job right now, I am on the computer. I have a desk job right now and I have a little, I have many different notebooks for many different tasks I have at my job, but I also have a separate little tiny notebook and it says, get things going on the top. And, um, inside the little notebook, I, if something sparks me in the middle of the day, like if I'm listening to an audiobook or a podcast at work or something comes across my head, I have a little notebook where I jot stuff down. So I highly encourage you to always have a little notebook in your purse, in your car, in your desk, somewhere where you can access it and use it and utilize it. Because yeah, you have a phone and you have a note section in your phone, but if you write stuff down, it has been proven, and I know this from when I was in school and I heard all my professors talk about it, that if you write things down, you remember them more. So say you write down, you know, I don't know, you write down something about, you know, would love to make this kind of pattern with this kind of detail on it. And then you just sit there all day and then you go home and you already have the thought brewing in your head and then you can go home and kind of mess around with different stitches because you're excited, you're happy about it. Um, So that's just something that I do and I encourage you to do. Always keep a little notebook. Go to the dollar store and get a little one and always keep a pen 
in your purse, on your person, in your center console, in your car, but have something on you where you can write down ideas and write down different things. And heck, if you don't have a small business or you don't have an Etsy shop or anything like that or a side hustle, what about your goals? If you are just a normal person, and thank you so much for supporting me and listening to my podcast right now, but use it to write down your goals. Write down things because when you write down things, they get engraved into your mind. I guarantee it. Me, I'm a very visual person. I learn very visually and I know that when I write things down and I see it, it gets stuck in my head, it sticks there, and I'm good to go. So honestly, that's what I would do because things aren't always going to come to you when you're sitting down at home after a long day of work or on a Saturday when you wish everything was going to come to you. Things are going to come to you at different points of time. Um, And like I said, just make sure Try to treat yourself good, get self-care, and don't be discouraged because if you're discouraged, it's going to be hard to be creative and be who you are. You have to be in the right headspace and you have to be as positive as you can be to be able to create and to get into a good headspace. Um, And the last thing I will say about helping, you know, get out of a creative slump, um, if you're a side hustler or anything like that, is you can use social media to help inspire you, but I will say to make sure that you are doing this cautiously and that you're doing this in the right way, um, I guess you could say, because if you have, if you're one of my little makers, my maker knit and crochet community, I feel like we all follow each other and, you know, we all kind of secretly have this long distance friendship where we all, you know, heard of so-and-so or seen them or got together with them or saw them at a retreat or something like that. Um, And sometimes these, everyone, if you're listening, everyone makes so many unique and amazing things that sometimes I go to their page and I'll scroll because sometimes for them, if I already have a stitch idea in my head and I see them post a cool skein of yarn I'm like oh my gosh that's it that's the color that color right there is what I'm going to use with the stitch I have in my head so I say to use social media but use it to an extent don't use it to copy someone's stitch and then just go use it in your own pattern or go use their beanie design and then go take it and then use it in a beanie design in two months and think no one's going to notice because people will notice. They will. And you want to be called out on it because you don't want to be that person. You want to be a supportive person. You don't want to be the person that ruins things for people in this community or a maker community or any kind of community you're in. Um, so I say use that to an extent. Or say you do see that color skein of yarn and you're just like, possible color choices for next pattern. Mustard, pumpkin orange, and maroon. It's fall time. I got fall on the brain. Um, You know, do things like that or be like possible like stitches to use down the road or possible stitches I enjoy or possible stitches to practice on. I mean, something like that is totally fine and that can help spark creativity with you. But like I said, use that cautiously and we all have better judgment. But honestly, I hate to say it. There's some people out there that don't. And if I I'm not telling you to go on social media to get your ideas and copy them from someone else. I'm saying use that as a guided tool to help see if that can help spark creativity in you, not take away from what someone else made or created or thought of their self. Um, So, you know, I hope this can help leave you with a little bit of insight and a little bit of help. Um, Like I said, if you are not a 
um, crochet or knit maker or anything like that, or you don't have a side business and you're listening to this, like I said, seriously, thank you. Um, but I hope you can kind of relate with this in any way because I feel like it could go either or because regardless, um, you know, if you need help, motivation in your life or to, you know, spark up something different and anything like that or, you know, to make your motivation at work a little bit higher. I hope some of these things can kind of just help spark creativity in you or um, give you a little recharge and a refresh. So um, yeah, thanks so much for listening, guys. And I hope by the time this goes live, you guys had a great weekend and I will talk to you guys soon. Alrighty, bye. Thanks again for tuning into this week's episode. If this episode helped you in any way and you feel like it could help anyone else in your life, please give it a share, screenshot it, let me know if you'd like this episode, tag me on Instagram, and share it with someone else who you think would help. Thanks so much again, and I will catch you guys in an upcoming episode.